podcast. Yo, what's up? Welcome to this week's Weird Podcast. It's episode 56, which in terms of weeks is a year's worth of Weird Podcasts. So, you know, a lot of people said it shouldn't be done. You know, well, a lot of people said don't do it, don't do a podcast. But you know what? I've just thrown caution to the wind and said, fuck you, I'm doing it. And here we are, one year worth of podcasts in and... And we're still going strong, baby. Yeah, try to stop the weirdos. Try to stop the movement. You can't stop the feeling. That's not even, yeah. Anyway, I'm pleased to be here. Hope everybody is well this week. Um, I just want to start off off the bat and apologize for last week's episode. Um, I did call it the shit episode because the whole time I just basically talked about shit, whether it be my own personal shitting experiences or people just seem to ask me shit related questions so i wanted to apologize for that in terms of talking about shit actual poop poop and also content wise it wasn't the best episode but you know that's sometimes going to be the case like man damn here (laughs) can't just be living that wild life flat out every week you know what i'm saying man damn has got to have quiet weeks from time to time you know i'm saying homeboy you know sometimes the weeks will be quiet and sometimes there will be nothing to talk about and then there will be shit episodes and that is basically what happened with last week's episode so I just felt it was my duty to apologise to all the weirdos out there they're tuning in being like I need my daily dose of Dave Elliott whether that be through following him on social media or through listening to this podcast if you're a weirdo you listen to the podcast so you're tuning in you're going I need my dose of Dave Elliott and you're listening to that going Nah, I'm second of them. I don't want to hear any more of that shit. Quite literally. So I'm done. So now we're done with that. I feel like this week, I have a little bit more to talk about. I have a little bit more positivity. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't basically excavating inside my own body. You know, I wasn't like going into my own body this week and like just taking everything that was in that body and just excavating it out you know what I'm saying I'm back on I'm back on a level keel once again I'm feeling mm, if anything I'm feeling pretty good this week Um, well I say pretty good this week generally the week I felt good right now I'm absolutely banjacked because I stayed up to watch the Tyson Fury the Gypsy King Tyson Fury and the Bronze Bomber Deontay Wilder the Gypsy King Tyson Fury lineal heavyweight champion of the world Versus the Bronze Bomber, baby. Two boxers I enjoy. No heavyweight that I like more than Tyson Fury. I was really gunning for him. It ended up being a draw. So I was a bit of a bollocks. Um, clearly, IMO. Tyson Fury should have won quite comfortably on points. But he also was fully knocked out in the last round. Completely. You know, like what you actually see a guy's eyes roll and their head bounce off the ground. You go, that guy's unconscious. But for some reason... It was like Paul Bearer just arrived with the urn and somehow brought him back to life with a six count and he got up to his feet. Never have I been more happy watching boxing than that. But the only downside was it started at basically a quarter to five in the morning and your boy here, you know, thought he'd be Billy Big Balls and stay up to watch it. You know, but that's not, not necessarily doable anymore with a child. So I um, I just basically ended up sleeping before the main event took place had some wine i love to get myself a nice 
bottle of red wine on board when we're watching boxing. Very sophisticated stuff. But I only had a couple of glasses in the end last night because I just focused mainly on trying to stay awake. I remember back in the olden days, I would have just gone out, got absolutely hammered, stayed up, watched boxing, you know, early doors, UFC as well. I'd have done that, made a night of it. Whereas now, I just don't have the stamina. You know, back in the day, I would have gone for a full night out, had a bottle of Buckfast, stayed up, watched through a fight, gone to bed at like 6am, the sun's coming up, slept all day because I didn't have any responsibilities, I didn't have any babies to deal with you know I didn't have a wife it was just me do I miss those days mm. you know maybe a little bit but that was the old me you know and new me is happy to just be an old guy and tell you one thing that I do do normally normally myself and some other old guys who enjoy fighting and um, whether it be boxing or UFC would have breakfasts so what we'd do was one of us would record it usually me because I get the I'm a BT sports subscriber you know what I'm saying and then I'd usually say to the boys here, look, we're not staying up late. <clears throat> we're going to have a breakfast. You just come around to mine in the, in the morning. I'll make us up a yummy breakfast. You know, get some bacon on the rip, mm, some sausages, bit of toast, bish, bash, bosh, big pot of tea. Come on around to the big daddy's house and do that. Much more civilized than forcing yourself to stay up all night. However, this particular night, I thought, you know, I'm going to go old school. I'm going to get myself on the wine. I'm going to stay up all night. Got to about 2 2 a.m., needed a nap. So I napped for about two and a half hours. And then got up again just for the fight, which was a great fight. Superb. Really enjoyed it. Didn't like the finish. Heart rate was high throughout. Um, Really wanting Tyson Fury to win. But then in the end, just a draw. So it's kind of like, oh, bollocks. I'll have to put myself through all that again. Try and just basically watch for 12 rounds as... um, I'm praying Tyson Fury doesn't get knocked out by Deontay because that's it. Wilder not and just knocks everyone out. He always does. You know, you just be sitting. He could, he could be getting boxed, boxed out of his skin, and then he'll just hit you with a big pugil stick and you're gone. You know what I mean? Luckily, Fury is a bit of a stonehead. He's not a super stonehead. He's not like a Chisora or Dylan White that can take major blows. But he is a stonehead, and they get up from that shot in the last round. My God. Yeah. So I'm sure there's many people listening to this podcast that don't give one single fuck about boxing. So apologies about that. The main gist of it was, hey, you know, this guy can't stay up all night, you know, anymore. Whether that be drinking, whether that be partying, whether that be, you know, hmm, some of that. You, you know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't last long. There's no stamina in me anymore. And I'm just, I'm resigned to it and I'm happy to just admit it and say I can't do that anymore you know I got up today the first thing this morning feeling totally exhausted then having to deal with the baby all day Whew. not sweet you know not sweet at all luckily I wasn't too hungover was able to get up get out and go and drop one of my mates who watched the boxing with me back to his car and then got a coffee got back gathered up the fan bam headed out to what we thought was going to be this really sweet market in Bangor. We'll say we thought it was sweet. I was told it was going to be sweet. Anything I have to do on a Sunday that involves going out, not keen on it. You know, especially when it's been a heavy night of sport followed by a heavy day of sport. You know what I'm saying? The big man wants to be sitting in front of the TV, your Chelsea film to watch, Arsenal Spurs to watch, and then you have the Merseyside Derby, Liverpool and Everton to watch. You know, that's what I want to do. That would be an ideal Sunday for me. Couldn't be possible. But as an Arsenal fan, I had to make sure they got to watch the North London Derby. So I did my like 
which basically what it was was I did my time. You know, I earned my credits. So I went out and did all that stuff, went to this mar- an Etsy market. I don't know what Etsy is. Apparently, this is a real arty, farty website that people can just, like, do crafts and you can buy shit off it. So I was told, this is going to be amazing, come down to this market. There's about six stalls at it. Do you know what I mean? And out of those, two, six, out of those six stalls, two of them sold bow ties. You know what I mean? So you're going, like, never have I ever wanted a bow tie before. And yet, I'm at this market with six stalls, two of them have, are, are selling bow ties. And I'm like... You know, someone's fucking up here in terms of allocations of market space. Like, that just does not work. But then, the, the, on the bright side of that, my wife realised also, it was shit. So we didn't have to stay there too long. Got home just in time to, to watch the North London Derby, Arsenal Spurs. Oh, and it was so good. You know, last week's episode, I just talked about doing the shits the whole week, this weekend. It's just all about sport. No, I'll not go into details. All I'm going to say is the Arsenal Spurs game made me feel like this. Oh, yes. Interpret that how you will, but that's how it made me feel. And hey, it was great. And I'm really pumped and ready for a new friggin' week this week. I'm, yeah. See, if you're listening to this podcast and you're listening to it on Monday and you're like, oh shit, it's Monday. What I want you to do, right? If you're listening to it on a train, in your car, at work, whatever, just slowly lift up one of your arms, just your right arm, and just flex your bicep. And just look down at your bicep, feel the blood just pump into it and just go, yes. Just go, yes. Just go, I'm going to f- own this week. Yeah. What a turnaround that is from like, I know, a few months ago on the podcast, me being really down the dumps, struggling with stuff, to now just being able to go, yes. Do you know what I mean? Just feeling not more positive about things, not letting it get me down, just being like, look, it's nearly Christmas. I'm going to power through. I've set my targets. I've set my goals. And I'm just going to go and do it. You know, just yes. Speaking of, I'm back doing the heavyweight cut again. I say doing the heavyweight cut. I'm posting on the page. I don't know why Colin doesn't really post on it. He's a strange man when it comes to that. He does his workouts. He pumps. You know, the guy is looking great. He's training well. He's eating well. Posting stuff on his own Instagram, being like, oh, it's done. Put it in the heavyweight cut, you goat. You know what I mean? Let's let the people see what's going on. But... I'm going to be sticking to it because I've got a big uh, stack of supplements on board. And people often say, oh, what do you need supplements for? And I often go, well, you don't really need them. It's all sort of about preparing yourself and your head and shit like that. But I find supplements are very good in terms of motivating you to actually go to the gym. If not for how they work, but even if they were an amoeba that you paid money for, you have spent your money on that, so you need to justify that spend by going to the gym. Do you know what I'm saying? So when I buy my supplements, I'm like, I need to go and see these babies through, get to the gym every day, burn that fat, get those arteries cleared, and just get going on it. Do you know what I mean? That's the sort of way that, that my mindset works. So I got a, a big stack of new supplements, got some whey protein, got some branched-chain amino acids to help with my recovery, got some... Um, I got. I actually bought a pre-workout, which is something that I would never, ever have thought or wanted to use because, in my opinion, it just gives you a real rush, 
like jitters almost and that's you know that's not sweet one thing you don't want is you just have the jitters so I thought I'm not going to get it but I got to the stage where now I find that there's some days I'll just not be in the mood to go to the gym and 90% of that time is just getting there you know I mean once you're there hey once I get that gym I'm Phil Heath I'm Mr. Lynn, I'm pumping up you know I'm putting my wee thong back on I'm standing in the mirror I'm flexing I'm vexing I'm sexing I'm pexing whatever that means I'm just I'm in the zone but it's getting my ass there's a problem you know and I think that's the case with most things in life you know you get more stressed out pissed off about the thought of something but when you actually get there you know it ain't that bad do you know what I'm saying so that's hopefully gonna be only used if I'm not in the mood to go so we'll see how that pans out but I got that whey protein got that brand those branch chain amino acids got these uh, this f- don't even know the name of it but it's like a fatty supplement that gives gives your boy fat you're probably listening to this going uh, I think you got enough fat my man yes here's a, the spoiler alert the science behind losing fat you need to eat fat if you want to lose fat how does that work because if you don't be eating fat in your diet your body needs fat so it holds on to the fat that's on your body instead of burning it so if you give yourself fat it burns the fat that's on the frame. Whoa. You know, this is why I'm a physique guy. You know what I mean? I, you know, a lot of people were coming up to me, you know, at gigs and stuff, messaging me on social media, being like, man, has the physique guy movement ended? No. It's only just beginning. My, the physique guy movement is, is it's being resurrected. It's like Tyson Fury last night. It's just springing up after the six count. It's like Jesus Christ himself. It's like, you know, the even more iconic return than Jesus Christ. It's like Dirty Dan. You know, the physique movement is Dirty Dan. You know, yes, Dirty Dan is now dead, but the physique movement isn't. You know what I mean? So we're back. We're at it. Feeling pretty good. Already and now this week, when I finish the podcast, I'm going to have the uh, hey guys, I'm just letting you behind, you know, behind the curtain here, giving you some insider information. When I'm finished recording this podcast, you probably think, yeah, I'm going out partying, taking all kinds of drugs, living the life of a playboy because hey, I'm a comedian. Nah, I'm going to get a wee notepad out, I'm going to work out what days this week I can go to the gym, what workouts I'm going to do, and what I'm going to eat. Is it because I'm a loser with no life? Yes. Is it because I need to do it to have the target, to have the goals to work towards? Yes, I do. I think I'm a structured guy. If I know what structure I can work on, I'll deliver it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, when you turn up to the depot, you're a postman, you turn up to the depot, you can't just go out, lift bags and stuff and go and fucking deliver stuff. No, you need to walk in, you need to check where you're delivering you need to get your rotor you need to get told what's going on and then once you know what you have to deliver you just go out and do it just post that shit post that shit you know what i mean that's gonna be me in the gym i'm just gonna be in the gym with my red bag on posting shit and by posting shit i mean flexing you know i'm just gonna be in the mirror like yeah i've got short arms and i'm pumped am i a tyrannosaurus flex yes that's me with my short arms and my muscly booty. That's what I am. And hey, and that's what it is. So if you guys are, are were looking for some motivation and I haven't given, you, given it to you in the last few weeks, 
apologise, but guess what? Daddy's back. Daddy's back and he's swinging. You know what I mean? If Tyson Fury can lose 10 stone in a year, I can lose 10 stone in a year. Yes, what would I be? Like 12 stone and probably look very much like I've just escaped a concentration camp? Probably. But what I'm saying is you can't do it. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to cut this weight. I'm going to look good. I'm not trying to do it because I want to be looking good for getting married because I'm married now. What I'm doing is just looking to be healthy. <coughs> Live longer. Be there for my kids. Make good comedy. And just annoy people. You know? That's what I'm trying to be. Be be flexing. You know? And just be healthier. Right, that's a TED Talk out of the way. Let's tell you what I've been up to other than that. Netflix. <laughs> you know? You thought it was going to be like, whoa, Dave has a major announcement. What's he been up to? Is he going to have some new projects on the go to talk about? Nah, I've been watching Netflix, my babies. You know what I mean? I've just been having a great time on Netflix. And I get excited when new things come out on Netflix, especially when it's stand-up specials of people that I enjoy. And this week, there was a new three-part special out called Bumpin' Mics. And that... It's basically, it's like a stand-up show, three-part series of just two great comedians. One of my favourites, David Tell. If you haven't heard of David Tell, you know, do yourself a favour and look up his stand-up because he's probably one of the best of all time. Amazing. And then Jeff Ross, you probably know of, like, the Roast Master because, hey, he is the Roast Master, just roasting people flat out. So basically, it's the two of them who then just decided to do a show together from being on the road together, being at gigs, just trying to mug each other off, you know what I mean? Like one's on doing a set and he's like, here, Jefferson, come on up and I'll just mug you off for a bit. And that's how it, how it came about. A very interesting watch as a comedian from that point of view. That's the kind of shit I want to be doing. You know, I want to be able to be making stuff that I want to make. And these two guys are, you know, basically living legends there doing what every comedian wants to do and that's sell out big rooms making good money from just basically having fun and making people laugh that's that's the, that's just, that's the story you know that's it that's what you want to do is have fun and make people laugh and that's what they were doing and it was a really enjoyable three-part series and um, was the stand-up itself the best in terms of like a special in my opinion no did make me laugh hysterically nope did i really enjoy it yeah i did it was good Couple in that, I did drink half a bottle of red wine whilst watching it. You know, maybe that made me feel better, but it was great. So I'd, I'd strongly recommend checking out Bumpin' Mike's David Tell and Jeff Ross. Very, very much worth a watch on Netflix. And also, I'm looking, I'm looking something to watch with the wife. You know, I'm looking something to watch with her because, like, you know, clearly you know that she's married to me so there's something defective with her brain right she has literally the attention span of a goldfish with ADHD in Indiana land which basically means she ain't got no attention span so you'll be sitting you'll be watching you put something on and you know it's, it could be a classic like she's done this with Breaking Bad we started Breaking Bad together and within the first five minutes she's playing like a free version of Candy Crush. She's not even, you know, she's not even willing to pay the actual legit Candy Crush. It's a cheap invitation. And she's playing that while I'm trying to watch this. And then after like a couple of episodes, she's like, nah, 
I don't know what's going on here. I'm bored. Can we watch something else? So what I'm saying is I need a series. I need you to come at me, weirdos. Advise me something that the two of us can watch that her little goldfish brain will remain focused for. Um, some of the things that, that has held her attention have been Bates Motel, which is great. Line of Duty, which also great. And The Sinner Season 1, which was great. Now, here's the thing. There's a Season 2 out of The Sinner. She just won't watch it. Why? Because it doesn't have Jessica Biel in it. You know, she's just got that... She, like, she was like, I thought it was going to be a follow-up from the first series. And I was like, no, it's just like Jeff, whatever's character in it. Not the the Jessica Biel character. And she's like, no, nah, I'm not keen on that. And I was like, all right, well, that's weird. Did the same with Making a Murderer. Which, to be fair, season two of Making a Murderer was also Shiite. You know, just basically going over the same stuff that was really boring. So, you know, that's how, how they make money, I guess. But I'm looking something special. I'm looking you guys to come at me and be like, here, uh, here's a little, little sneaky one for you. You know, like I come in and I order stuff over the counter. I want you to reach under the counter and give me a cheeky wee recommendation that I'm going to really enjoy. That's what I want. That's what I want to do to keep her attention, keep my attention. And then I can just kind of watch stand-up specials by myself. Because way more fun to do that anyway, you know? So, oh gosh. Um, right. Guys, I say this every week. And it's boring to do. It's boring to listen to. Fucking rate and review my podcast if you haven't already. Go on to iTunes. You know, the more people that rate and review it, the better the podcast can do in the charts and have been doing this for 56 weeks a year of my life is gone you know I've been this podcast is older than my daughter who's one next week you know that's how old my pod like and you know I'm a loyal guy so what I'm saying basically is my, I, lo- I love my podcast more okay so go and rate and review it on iTunes or if you haven't already subscribe on SoundCloud even if you don't listen on SoundCloud just subscribe because it helps to get the listening figures up and uh I'd really appreciate it. Do you know what I mean? Um, what am I doing this week? And, and the, the big, the big man is uh, he's gigging a, a good bit this week, um, which is great. I was supposed to be the opening for Shane Todd on Monday night in the Accidental Theatre, but Shane also, like my my wife Catherine, has like a little brain that's like a it's like a wee goldfish, you know. Except his is more like a goldfish with ADHD in Indiana land that's fallen off the free fall. Do you know what I mean? That kind of brain. So he's like, yeah, sweet, you can do that. And I went, perfect. And then he's like, actually, no, I've told someone else to do that night. And then he was like, did I not say to you to do the Tuesday? And I was like, nah, man, you said to me to do the Monday. And he's like, right, do you want to do a Tuesday? I'm like, nah, man, I can't do a Tuesday. Why can't you do a Tuesday? Because I got to look after my kid this week and I'm out on Wednesday and I'm out on Thursday doing stand-up. You know what I mean? So I can't be doing gigs three nights in a row because... You know, I ain't no absent father. You know what I mean? If I go away three nights in a row, she's going to forget who I am. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to be coming back to her, being like, look, it's me. I'm going to be like like Mickey Rourke and the wrestler. You know what I mean? I'm going to just have this fractious relationship with my daughter because she ain't going to see me. She ain't going to remember me. Do you know what I mean? She's just going to look at me and be like, it's just this blob, this black and white blob, because her eyes don't work right yet. And just, she'll just see my white, my white face and my black beard with a few speckled greys. And then be like, I don't know that man. She'll cry. She'll be like, stranger danger. And I don't want that to happen. So can't do three nights in a row. You know what I mean? 
So, unfortunately, if you were going to Shane's show, expecting there to be a little, you know, like, it's like, if you go to Shane's show, that's, like, I don't know, OK Magazine. You want to buy OK Magazine. You're a fan of OK Magazine. You buy it because you want it. But, hey, you get, like, Star Magazine with it, you know what I mean? And you're like, hmm, I don't actually want Star Magazine. But then you read Star Magazine, you're like, Star Magazine's actually really more enjoyable you know i wish i'd have bought star magazine on its own without buying okay because you know the more i realize it the more i do i don't like okay because you know there's bits of hair that grows over okay's ears you know these weird wispy bits of hair and also okay magazine has buck teeth you know what i'm saying so where star magazine is just this big wholesome funny round welcoming dude with a beard but you ain't getting no star magazine because i'm not going to be able to do it however if you just want to see me this week, you want to see me do some stand-up, you know, go to Lavery's this Wednesday. It's the Comedian's Christmas Do. Oh, my God. The best night of the year, every year, without fail, apart from last year. You know, this is the night I look forward to in stand-up most because I have a drink. I let the guard down. I'll lose, I'm loosey-goosey. I play about with a bit of material. I have a fun time and then I have a few pints, and that's great. That's Christmas, you know, it gets you in the vibe for it. Do you know what I mean? Why was last year shit? Because it just had a baby. You know, unfortunately, Holly came a week early, earlier than planned, so I would have been out at Lavery's having a great time, and then she'd have been born like two days later. Unfortunately, she was born a week earlier, and then I went out to Lavery's to do the gig. Catherine at the time was like, yeah, it's grand. I'll be able to look after her. Don't you worry. Go enjoy yourself. See you when you get back. I did feel a bit guilty, you know, because... But I mean, the baby would be asleep. Catherine would be asleep. I go out, have one beer just with the boys. Happy Christmas, come home. Didn't work like that. Went on, did my set. Phone blown up. You need to get home. This is terrible. Can't cope. I'm like, hey, why can't you cope? Turns out Catherine's mum decided just all of a sudden to be a real bitch and bring the dog back to Catherine that particular night. Now, what do you mean bring the dog back? Whenever we went to collect the baby, we were like, look, we can't be having our dog, Charlie the Shih Tzu. We can't be having him about the place. He'll be running underneath the pram, barking up her legs, just generally getting in the way and being a nuisance. So Catherine's mum took him for a week and then just all of a sudden decided, hey, I've had enough of this wee punk, you're having him back, and brought him back when I wasn't there. And he just barked every time the baby made noise. And when he barked, the baby cried. And then that was just a, a real bad cycle of unfortunate events you know Lemony Snicket himself would have written a book about what went on that night and then by the time I got home Catherine was super stressed still in pain from her uh, section uh, pulling her hair out really stressed out hating me hating the dog hating the baby and I'm just like hey I'm just trying to have a good time here you know and I didn't so this year what I'm saying is the resurrection man strikes again I've done it with being with the physique movement you know I'm the I'm the resurrection man you think I'm dead do you know what I mean you just you see me on the ground you know you think he's gone then you just look closer and he just sits up like the undertaker from WWE that's me the resurrection man and I'm going to Lavery's this year for the Christmas do on the 6th of December resurrect and ready to do stand up and drink so what I'm saying is if you want to see that, get yourself down. And if you don't, what's wrong with you? And hey, if you don't want to see the resurrection man 
on Wednesday and you'd rather see him in a different venue just slightly down the road more you can come to Pug Uglies and see me there on Thursday which whoa major alert I've not announced this yet until now the lineup for Pug Uglies this week is it's sick it's not like S-I-C-K it's S-I-Q because it's stylized and supposed to be cool it's sick mm, so sick baby it's a big lineup. Like Pug Uglies has been going really well the last few weeks. Last week we had Mary Flanagan on, we had Mark McCarney on, we had Papa Bear as MC, and we had Teresa Livingstone headlining, who um, you know has had to go direct to B and Q to get herself some tools. Then she had to go and bring herself to Mac Blair to get some slates. Because she had to repair the roof Because she blew that off that night It was a freaking great night in Pug Uglies And this week it's going to be better Because hey guess what the lineup is And you, you're going oh what's the lineup, Dave And I'm going to go I'll tell you You know normally it's three acts You know normally I'm MCing We have an opening act and we have a headline With an open spot maybe in between um, This week we have A major lineup. We have Aaron Butler Rory Woods, Jordan Robinson, Colin Geddes, Shane Todd, Kieran Bartlett, and the main attraction, the resurrection man himself, me. What a night that's going to be. And if you think the Wednesday night's going to be good, watching us drink and have a good time, being loosey-goosey, on the Thursday, we're going to be hungy-wongy, because I'm going to have a hangover, but it's going to be a great night. A lot of people... um, are going to have a good time there so if you haven't been to Pug Uglies yet for sure get down check it out it's going to be a really really great great it's going to be a great time I can't wait actually I'm really really buzzing to do stand up this this week Um, let me see here I've got I'm in half an hour already that is just bloody lovely how about we do some listeners questions just to finish off huh what about it first question this week is from Stephen Clements the master of morning radio himself and he has said were you mentally prepared for being a dad with the, with a quite an ominous hashtag hashtag nobody warns you to be honest nope I wasn't Stephen at all I am um, I'm very much a I'll get to that you know I'll, I'll cross the bridge when I get to it I'll not worry about things until there's a bridge in front of me unfortunately in terms of parenting I found I got to the river and there wasn't a bridge there for me you know there wasn't even a raggedy little rope bridge there, there was just effectively you know there was just a piece of shorn rope fucked into the river and that was it and I had to learn to cross it myself people say you know, a lot of my friends who have had kids and whatnot were like, oh, it's great, it'll be blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, and we're very positive about it. I find it to be tough. You know, I must admit it was a tough thing. However, you adapt, you get used to it, and it's the best thing ever once you are used to it, you know. So I'd say to people there, like one of my my, my best friend there, my best man, Wedding Phil, um, he has just told me recently that he's going to be uh, a dad in the middle of next year him and his wife are expecting and I'm just going to be straight up with them and be honest and be like look it's difficult see between now and May when the baby's due you, you sleep 
you do what you can do, you get your rest up, you know, you get back in the gym, you lose a bit of weight, you know, uh, not that he needs to lose any weight at all, but just get yourself fitter, because chasing after kids is stressful, it's sweaty, like just carrying about bags, why does something so small need so much, like anytime I'm going to the house, I can't just nip to the shop anymore if I've got that baby, it's a full military operation, you got to have it wrapped up, you got to have her wearing her jacket, got to have a coat, got to have a hat, got to have socks, got to have shoes, hey she's got to even have a nappy on, clean one preferably, you got to have a bag full of stuff, you need to have like a blanket to keep her warm, you need some sort of snacks to keep her occupied, you need a dummy, you need a chain that keeps the dummy on the, per- on the baby, because if she's has a habit of spitting in the ground which he does you'll lose dummies flat out now if you don't have dummies you can't use them as the americans call them as pacifiers to pacify the baby that then stops crying it's a stressful experience but you do get used to it and you definitely um find yourself winging it to get there you know what i mean but i was definitely not mentally prepared for what it's been however i think i'm thinking i'm doing all right you know what i mean social services haven't taken her off me yet and you know, no one's bought her on eBay yet either. I've put her on there, not even as an auction, just a straight up buy, but nobody has, has done it. But apart from that, yeah, it's all going very well. Um, but definitely wasn't mentally prepared. Jamie Harrison has said, why are you so cool, bro? <laughs> I know. I know, man. You know, maybe, um, you know, people say that style is just something that you have inherently in you and you just know your style. What am I wearing right now when I do the podcast? I'm wearing a pair of socks, I'm wearing a pair of flip-flops, but are actually sliders because the strap goes over the top of my foot. I'm wearing a pair of effectively bogey green tracks at bottoms, um, and I'm wearing a burgundy t-shirt. Now, is that cool? Yeah, that's just what I do. I'm just a naturally cool guy, you know what I mean? That's 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 how, Jamie, you know, um, if you're looking tips how to be cool yourself, what I'd say to you to do is just, you know, spread the word of the podcast, tell people how great I am, you know, um, like a cult leader, I will inspire people if they tune in and listen. So that's how you can get to be cool, you know, inspire people to follow the weird cult and you'd be sweet. Judith has asked, would you rather travel backwards in time or forwards in time, and where slash when would you go? Sorry if anyone's asked this before. Hey Judith, don't be sorry if anyone's asked it before, because sometimes you know you might have listened to every single episode of the podcast. You might know what people have asked before. If you haven't listened to every single episode of the podcast, what's wrong with you? But that's neither here nor there. The answer to that question, I'd say I would rather go back in time, because I wouldn't want to go forward in time because I've seen the movie Click, the Adam Sandler movie, where he has this, just this ability to fast forward time or manipulate it so he can just fast forward. Like So basically in it, he just fast forwards bits of his day that's shit, like being at work, fast forward. But then you see, you neglect the wee bits and bobs that happen in your day that actually mean something. You know what I mean? And he fast forwards so much that then his dad's just dead and they can say bye to him and that's shit. So I would go probably back in time and... Um, you know, go back to, basically what I would do would be go back far enough before, like, Netflix put stand-up, stand-up specials out, and I just, like, take all the best bits of material that I have enjoyed over Netflix specials and just make one monster special and become the world's greatest comedian, you know, the easy way. Um, will I do it the hard way? Probably not, but hey, I'll keep trying, you know, but that's what I would do. I'd rather go back than forward, because at least if you go back, you can still you know, chart 
the same course to get to where you are now because I'm quite happy where I am now and wouldn't want to be anywhere else than that so I'd definitely go back in time um, it's also like it's also like a share song as well you know she sings that song she could turn back time you know and she would do a lot if she could you know take back the words that hurt you and whatnot. Um, I wouldn't because normally when I say hurtful things I intend them you know what I mean I'm, I mean that I'm a little sassy bitch but yeah definitely definitely go back in time rather than forward um, let me see <coughs> pardon me Gareth Owens said hey Dave tell me this When's it the right time to get into the Christmas spirit? All these backers, oh, with their Christmas trees up since the 5th of November, needs their needs their heads, heads red. Yeah, I'm with you on that front. I think December is the time to put your Christmas up because the month of December, you know, that's when you get your advent calendars. That's the sort of, to me, that's when the Christmas starts. When you can start eating a piece of chocolate every day and nobody judges you, that's when you start Christmas. That's when the party starts. So I normally put my tree up traditionally in my like family the first uh, of December but now I'm older and I have my own family I'm going to think about starting a tradition on the 8th of December which is Holly's birthday so we'll like do that in the evening her birthday until she gets older and then like wants to just go to like beach club or wherever the fuck the kids are going these days and I don't even want to think about that but that's um, yeah I'm going to be putting my stuff up in the 8th of December so anytime in December get it up get into that Christmas spirit because hey when it's Christmas you get away with so much like see when you're in work and stuff you just say Christmas and people are like oh well that's true you know but yeah Dave it is 8am 8, 8 and you have drank a full bottle of Glenn's the exciting vodka and I'm like hey well fuck it's Christmas you know what I mean do your thing but yeah, the whole people starting Christmas in November needs to just fuck up. You know, I'm not keen on that at all. Um, let me see. Dylan O'Neill. Hmm. Spurs Arsenal prediction. <sighs> Honestly, I thought it would be a draw. I didn't hold up much hope for it. I just think Spurs have been screwing us the last few years. I didn't expect Arsenal to steamroller them 4-2 in, in one of the greatest performances I've ever seen, making my Sunday so good. But, um, yeah. Another question. I, I love that. Just firing too. Go ahead, Dylan. Favourite Prince song? Um, it's going to be Lonely for me. That, that's good Prince knowledge. I like that. A lot of people just go for the, the well-known classic Prince songs. You know, I, I do like a lot of the well-known ones. When Doves Cry being being one of them. But one of my favourite songs is Gold by Prince. I really enjoy that. I also enjoy his album, the did Musicology, and I like that song from it. It's good. Black Sweat's another one I enjoy. And, um, yeah, When Doves Cry, of Kiss, of course. Cream is another classic. And probably say Alphabet Street. It's pretty decent. Yeah, I'm a big Prince fan. Enjoy most of his stuff. Just funky music. You know, hey man, it's gonna be some old man guy. Hey man, I just like funky music. You know, stuff with the heavy bass line. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. That's what I'm into. So, good questions this week, Dylan. Um, and also kind of forgive you as well for being such a, a wee turncoat snake rat um, regarding Boytown. But whatever, we'll forget that. Paddy Mac has said, not a question, but I just want to express my gratitude to you if you hold off the Christmas special at Pug Uglies until the 20th. I don't get back to the 15th. Well, guess what? Unfortunately, Pug Uglies finishes on the 13th this year because 
they want to use the upstairs for Christmas dinners and stuff from the 20th on, which I respect. You know, the comedy club is going very well. We'll take a wee Christmas holiday and come back in the new year, my man, but unfortunately you're missing out. Um, I'll try and do some gigs in, in that period if you're back and you can come and watch me anyway, Patty. But um, unfortunately I can't be doing it in Pug Uglies, which is terrible. <clears throat> Let me see. Chris Barr, once again, coming in strong. Hey, Dave, hope you've gotten rid of the norovirus. Yeah, man, I'm seized up and feeling sweet. Check out this weird news story. Um, he sent me, once again, another excellent story. Drunk McDonald's customer performed helicopter moves with his genitals in front of breakfast queue. The court heard 29-year-old Ryan Dolan, which uh, has very little recollection of the incident, which was heavily fueled by alcohol. Early morning customers and staff at McDonald's in Edinburgh got an unexpected entertainment when a young man began dancing half-naked in counters at the restaurant. 29-year-old Ryan Dolan from Musselburgh pleaded guilty to Edinburgh Sheriff Court yesterday, committing acts of public indecency in, in South St Andrews Street branch. Fiscal Deputy Nicole Lavelle told Sheriff Peter McCormick that Dolan came into his restaurant at around 5am on July 22nd this year. He stood about two metres away from the counter and said, out of the or, and she said sorry out of the blue he took his trousers and pants off showing his penis and testicles and thereafter was dancing with his trousers down he pulled his trousers back again but then jumped across the front counter into the staff area Dolan was told to leave and he took his trousers and pants off again he grabbed his penis and started to play with it said the fiscal pretending to serve customers and started dancing again carrying out helicopter like moves with his penis this went on for a few minutes until he jumped back in the front counter, still half naked. He then pulled his trousers and pants up and left. Miss um, Lavelle described his actions as boisterous acts, heavily fueled by alcohol. And the police have been contacted when shown CCTV footage. One of the officers recognised Dolan and he was later arrested. Sheriff McCormick was told Dolan had very little recollection of the incident. However, he noted Dolan had two previous convictions for similar offences. Uh, he's a pervert. He said he would have to fine him to 750 quid. <laughs> But reduced the fine to 500 quid um, if he did the helicopter then and there in the court. No, that's a lie. But he's paying back 100 quid a month. Um, and the question is, what I want to know is what is your favourite fast food restaurant? Oh, it's hard to say. Um, I don't Just because I don't know if I can classify this as fast food. But it's Nando's. I bloody love Nando's. On, and there's no, there's no, you can't compare to Nando's. Nando's is the best. It is the best chicken in the world. It's got the best music in the world. It's got the best cutlery in the world. It's just the best place. Um, but if I had to choose like an actual like fast food, probably McDonald's would be the one I would frequent the most. Um, because their their chips are just they're they're the best. You know, but that's a good question, Chris, and a good story once again. Thank you. Um, Carl Boyce has come in. Last minute question. As an expat, we don't get lots of chances to see you come fresh boy towners on stage. Any gigs planned for the Christmas week now or in the future when the hordes come back across the water for the festive celebration? Hashtag million dollar idea. Hashtag preferably boxing day. Um, you know what, Carl? No. There you go. No, no boy town live shows planned, and um, for the later st- stages of Christmas. However, if people come home early for Christmas, i.e., the tenth of December, 
I just burped there, gross. <laughs> there will be a boy town live in the accidental theater, and it's only episode 100. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Excited. So, <clears throat> if you haven't already got tickets to that, get on shine.net. Get, go to see boy town live. I cannot wait for that. It's going to be great. But, Carl, I will keep you posted through the weird podcast of what gigs I'm doing, and I would love to see you at one, but I'm sure there'll be plenty over Christmas. There always are a lot of gigs around Christmas time. Holly Crooks has said... Any weird Christmas traditions? Is Papa Bear looking forward to playing Santa? Um, I actually am the master of Christmas traditions. My own personal Christmas traditions are that I drink on the weekly, not the Christmas, every day. Um, from a wake up till I go to sleep. Then on, on Christmas Eve, I would go out for pints, you know, with my mates. I have a great time. Then Christmas Day, I get up early and start drinking. Um, and then go to my, my the Lee Body house, my friend, the Lee Body family. Just, they're just my whole friends, all of them. So one of my best mates, Daniel, and my, also one of my best mates, Matt, brothers, go to their house every Christmas evening, just play board games and drink and just basically have a great time. Um, hard to do now the baby's born, but guess what I'm doing it this year? Oh, why? And then Boxing Day, I just normally go to my parents and eat leftover Christmas food which is great but it's all changed for me this year because now I've got my own family to deal with and I have to sort of chop up Christmas between my family and Catherine's family but it all works because hey it's Christmas Day there's Boxing Day and you know what there's never any God's end to the amount of Christmas food that I'll eat so you know I'll go to anyone's house and I'll eat Christmas food if you want to deliver me some stuffing and some turkey I'll be your friend do you know what I mean? So it's easy to do. It's easy to solve. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to playing Santa. I don't know if Holly will get it because she'll only just be one. But um, yeah, I'm totally bankrupt because she's born the 8th of December. So I have to do her birthday and her Christmas in the one month. But hey, you know, we, we'll cope. Chris Henning, well, Dave, how's the form? What I want to know is why do you say on Friday you're recording the podcast but always record it on a Sunday? Fair question. And the plan's normally to record it on a Friday. Whenever I put it up and say I'm about to record it, I intend to do it. But then stuff just ends up happening. You know, and you can't do it. Sometimes on a Friday, you're just tired, you know, and you don't want to be being lethargic and talking shit and making a bad podcast. Whereas on a Sunday, you know, I'm, I'm chilled out. I have to have it done. Basically, if I haven't done it on a Friday, I have to have it done on a Sunday because it comes out on a Monday. There's the real reason. But now it's 5 to 8. It's on a Sunday. I'm feeling good. I've had a lot of chat. I've had another couple of days worth of shit to talk about. And that's why. Do you know what I mean? And my question to you, Chris, would be in retaliation to that question is why if you see my question call on a Friday, do you never ask a question until a Sunday? Do you know what I mean? What I'm saying is, yeah, you're trying to like, you know, you put a wee bit of saliva on your your index finger, yeah, and you are, you know, you're trying to like, get rid of the wee, wee speck of sawdust in my left eye that's for certain but yet there's an entire eight grand bespoke handmade table sticking out of yours alright deal with the speck in my eye after you dealt with a plank in your own alright mister um, Wilson Davidson Wilson X Davidson sounds like a very impressive name that actually and Wilson's question is, if the Papa Physique could pick up any sport professionally, what would it be and why? Oh. I feel like I would enjoy doing like 
MMA. I feel like that would be one I would have fun doing. I get a real buzz out of. But I feel like if it was a physical thing that I'm suited to, it would probably be powerlifting. Like I'm, I'm a str- very strong, powerful boy. And if I really went into that, I'm sure I could lift pretty heavy stuff. You know, um, if I reckon if I was coached right when I played rugby, I would, I could have gone and played that professionally because I was very strong and powerful. And if I'd have just actually liked the sport as much as I liked other things, I could have done that. But I'm glad I didn't because. You know, I'm just having a great time right now. Life's great, and also sport hurts, and the commitment to it is too much. And you can't drink and have a great time all the time. Um, Roscoe Watson has uh, said, "Hi, Dave. As a fellow Ricky Gervais fan, the character Maggie and extras asks a question I haven't been able to answer myself. Would you rather have your brain, your brain, in the body of a monkey, or a monkey's brain in your body?" Hmm. I think whoa, I think I'm getting deep here. I think you've got to have your brain in the body of a monkey because I feel that having an intelligent mind trumps physical attributes. Do you know what I mean? Like if you have a monkey's brain and you're in my body, you'll end up in prison. Why? Because you'd be in the street one day and you'll start jacking off. You know, someone comes at you for a problem with them, you shit in your hand, you fuck it at them. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if you're your brain in a monkey's body, you're like Caesar from Planet of the Apes. Do you know what I mean? You just take over the monkey business and you rise up and you take over the world. Do you know what I mean? That's what you do. Whereas if, you know, you have me, my body, the monkey's brain, you're going to be making those monkey noises, which in today's society is considered racist. You know what I mean? And you could just be in the street, you happen to bump into somebody of a different ethnicity to yourself and you start making monkey noises, you're going to jail. Quite properly as well, you know, because that's not acceptable. So, But yet, if I'm a monkey, you know, I'm just sitting in Belfast Zoo and I'm just planning what I'm going to do. You know, I say to the boys, lads, let's escape. You know, and then you've got that chimpanzee strength that just enables you to, like, pull people's faces off. Like, I like the scrab. I like a big bear claw. I like a, wee, like a bitchy scrab. But if you've got that chimpanzee... You just rip someone's face off, you know? You'd be running about like some sort of monkey leather face dude. Do you know what I mean? That's what you want. So that's the answer to that question. And hey, what a deep philosophical way to end the podcast. Guys, if you haven't already, rate and review the podcast. If I don't get at least one new review this week, I'm going to cry. That's all I want for Christmas is people to give a nice review of my podcast. That's it. Um... If you haven't already, get down to Pug Uglies this week. It's going to be a full house. It's going to be amazing. Um, Lavery's on Friday, on Wednesday. Pug Uglies on Thursday. Enjoy your week. And remember, just look down at your biceps and just go, yes. I definitely need to go to bed. I was up too late last night. Bye. <laughs>